There is a naked photo out there. Is there really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> How did that happen? My girlfriend leaked. took it and then someone leaked it for a joke. <gasps> and it wasn't a joke. It was. And you were like, I don't find this funny. My friend was like, ha ha ha, that's really funny. And I was like, no, it's not. That's a really bad thing you've just done. On the show this week is a reality TV star who became loved by all after appearing on Made in Chelsea for the past 10 years. Now business entrepreneur, TV presenter and all-round funny legend is Jamie Lang. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, Jamie Lang, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Thank hello. you for joining us in the studio as well. How are you? I'm, I really like this studio. I think it's like, re- yeah, it's just cool. It's nice. I was just saying, I, I, I'm obsessed with podcasting. And so I now walk into places and I check out what kit they have. <laughs> and I, you've got cameras everywhere. And you got lighting. It's just great. When you started asking questions about yeah. kit, I was like, is, is he taking the mic? No, he really no, is into I, this. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> interested in it. It's bizarre. It's like a weird <laughs> fetish I have. Get really what ter- camera is that? Yeah, oh, yes. Re- Tell me more. Really turned on by podcast <laughs> studios. <laughs> um, you should be in a good mood because you have a brand new show on mm. BBC Three called I Like The Way You Move. Not just a dancing show, a dating dancing yeah. show so yeah tell me more about it i love the idea well think of it like it's like a toyota prius right it's like a hybrid <laughs> but yeah yeah it's like does that make sense um it's like a hybrid between dating and dancing so i probably take strictly come dancing meets love island but young fun sexy cool mm-hmm. it is honestly one of the i've shot a lot of things right mm. <laughs> my library of things <laughs> is long but i've done a lot of shows um and this show truly is fan fantastic it's a uh, brief example brief uh, synopsis is five sexy dancers go into a house where they live and they partner up with people that we call rookies who have limited or no dancing experience mm-hmm. um and they choose their rookie who they want to partner up with and through dance and all the things that happen in dance they make a connection mm-hmm. and hopefully that connection is a romantic connection um, and then what happens is, is that they either fall in love, they stay with their partners and the people with the least chemistry and connection then have to leave. So it's about creating chemistry and connection through dance. Mm. Um, and it was unbelievable Yeah. because you think with those things, like, is it really true? You see, we're strictly right. All the things that people have all these romantic kind of experiences. Mm. And I just saw the daily mail today where it's like Tilly Ramsey and her guide dance partner. That's what happens. It's mm. because you get so close mm. to these individuals and in this show, you literally see it firsthand. Oh, it's going to be juicy, isn't and it? And boy, these people are so hot 
and they're so sexy <laughs> and I'm hosting it and I walked in and I was intimidated because they could dance. Oh. And you can feel the like chemistry. You're like, oh, oh I'm interrupted. This one guy had such a big six pack and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're so hot. Hang on a minute though. It's not like Love Island where you can be like, oh, actually... I'm going to start seeing somebody else. I'm going to start dancing with somebody else. You stay with your partner. Yeah, so I, well, I, I, I suppose I can, say, I can say no. So the whole point is, is that if you're not feeling your partner, you can partner up with somebody else. Oh, you can. Yeah, because okay. you want, the whole point is, is that when you have, they have 24 hours to learn a dance routine. Now, I had a whole week in Strictly to learn a dance. They have 24 hours and then they have to perform it in front of us and the judges and we judge yeah. them on their chemistry and connection, right? And, that is so intense. So you have to kind of see something within them. They don't have to be amazing dancers. They have to mm. do a routine, but they have to have a connection there. So if the people aren't having a connection with their with their um, teammates, then they're going to get rid of them and they're going to go on mm. to someone else because they, it's all about that chemistry and connection. It is honestly, fireworks fly, things happen. People really do fall in love. <laughs> like it's it's insane. And honestly, you get butterflies. Yeah. I was there in the whole experience thinking, is this actually happening? And when it comes onto TV because it's edited down and things like that, it's going to be even more, you know, kind of um, fiery oh, yeah. and even more kind of electric because you really see these romances. You know, I, I, I go, but you know, I just, what's happened afterwards as well with these couples? It's insane. So, so it really oh, works. It's so, so people, annoying because you know all of it. Oh, I know but everything. We, they, we shouldn't spoil it. Should I can't. People should go and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Yeah. So the competition element it's based on the chemistry and the dancing in equal measure or how does that bit work? So it's based on chemistry and connection. So, mm. it, you know, it, you don't really, we're not basing on dance ability because, okay. you know, these guys who are the rookies don't really have any dance experience, mm. right? So they have a day to learn a routine, 24 hours. Can't really judge them that. But what you do judge them on is the commitment and the fact if they have chemistry on the dance floor. And that's what's so amazing about it that you have to take, and this is why I said to them throughout to the guys, forget about how good you are at dancing. Mm. Focus on each other as individuals. Mm. We want to see that you really care about each other, that you have a romantic connection. And if you don't, then you're out. And some people really thought they had a connection. Some people had to go home. We had to vote people off. And you know, KK, who is my co-host, who's an incredible dancer all the way from LA, um, she has danced with people, I know everyone from Britney Spears to Missy Elliott mm -hmm. to Usher. I mean, she can move. Um, and she would say, would see these things like, and see, see, look how they touch each other. Look how mm. they hold each other. And you really see this kind of romance building between individuals just through dance because you have such a kind of bond with each other. You know, when I did Strictly and I danced with Karen Howard, my partner, we became honestly best mates. Mm. Like, but, I bet but, you do. So much time together. But not even fake best friends. You know, like, oh my God, we're best friends. Like, I, <laughs> I would have, and I still, I would die for her. You know, ours wasn't romantic. She tried all the time. But <laughs> you can't blame her, can you, you know? I am human. You know, <laughs> it's a cross I bear. <laughs> we used to go into, we used to go into interviews and people before us, you know, Giovanni and Ranvia, oh, are yeah. you guys hooking up? What's going on? And I would say to Karen Ford, when you get asked the question, don't make any jokes because they're going to think that we're hooking up <laughs> and we're going to these interviews and they wouldn't ask me the question. And at the you're end, gonna, I'd be oh. like, are you not going to ask us whether we're hooking up? And they were like, well, look at her. And I'd be like, what do you mean? No, she wants to. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> what do you mean? They're like, look at her compared to you. And I was like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Could this not be a thing? They're like, never. <laughs> so um, what is incredible is that, yeah, it's a really, it's a really, um, it is so heartwarming. Mm -hmm. And what I really think that we need in life at the moment are shows which aren't like the sort of big brothers thing back in the day was about you know just fighting and oh, and hating and it was just mm. so much negativity this is it's got drama it's got fire it's got ups and sides and downsides but it's so 
it's such a good feel show. Mm -hmm. And also the greatest thing about it is you can watch it all at once. Oh, yes. It's called a cool yeah. drop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's planning to drip and a drop. So drip is every week. <laughs> I got told this lingo. Look at him now. Yeah, sorry. Mr. TV. Just a commissioner there. <laughs> um, so you have, it's a drip, right? Which is every week, but this is a drop. So you can watch it on the iPlayer mm -hmm. all at once. Now, yeah. right now. You Which can is go. good because I think people are going to get addicted. They're going to see these couples. They're going to want to know how, yeah. how it turns out, aren't they? And also it's one of these things that, you know, the first episode you get to understand what the format is and understand the characters and what's going on mm -hmm. and then get past that episode and then you get to episode two and the real juicy stuff happens. And and it's just, do you remember, do you ever watch Step Up back in the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, or Honey with Jessica Alba. Oh, my God. Great. Yeah. It's like that, but real. Um, sold. If I wasn't yeah. already, uh, let me yeah. get to the iPlayer. Let's go. Get to the iPlayer. What are you doing listening to this podcast, you idiots? Get, stop listening. Stop. stop. Actually, don't. But watch after. You're in one of the judging hot seats. Yeah. The other is the famous choreographer, Keiko Harris, that we've spoken about, who's worked with some huge artists. Yeah, yeah, she huge. definitely knows what she's talking about. What kind of judge do you think you're going to be? Are you, know, you going to be... Downright mean? Are you going to be kind of harsh but fair? Maybe too nice? That's pathetic. What do you think? That's pathetic. pathetic. That's a judge. Because also... It's really good. Yeah, well, it, the great thing is, is that, you know, even though I got to the final Strictly, um, <laughs> somehow, um, <laughs> we clawed my way there, um, it's not really judged on your dance ability, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, so KK was sort of looking at how they can dance and how um, amazing they were and kind of through that, and they saw just different things. What I was watching is two individuals who were just putting their you know, hearts on the line mm. for each other just to really make a, a performance. And so as a judge, I was watching that. I found it very tricky to be harsh. Did you? Yeah, because um, I know how hard it is. Yeah. And the pressure. And you've got cameras on you. And these guys, you know, we had, um, you know, uh, police officers. And oh. we had, uh, you know, people who you know, had never done any dance or been in front of a camera ever, trying to perform in front of KK and me and guest celebrity judge as well. And so, so intense. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, they were like my kids. I was like trying to hold on and <laughs> cuddle. Um, but then the problem is, is that when you, I had to decide pretty much, we had to decide together who had to go home each week. Which is uh, a tough bit. And that was really tough because I had to announce it. And I just said, and you, tears and upset and they oh. became such a team these guys they lived in a house together for six mm. weeks um so to break up a family like that each week was um wonderful <laughs> yeah it was great fun um, it wasn't it was really difficult tough. at all yeah, yeah it was it was fine i didn't mind it and you say guest judges there can you reveal i some can't of them? say i can't say oh, but maybe what? not even maybe oh, one or two okay i'll say one maybe we might see ot mabusi oh, i don't know we yes. might see a Giovanni. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, we might see some people like that. Oh, that's exciting. Amazing. Yeah. Right, Jamie, before yeah. we go any further, let me explain how the rest of the podcast okay. is going to work. So we've been through the internet and found a bunch of stuff that people really want to know about you, Jamie Lang. It's time for you to face the celebrity search engine and dish out the answers that the world wants to know, if you're ready. Oh, no, let's not. Let's go. Stop that. <laughs> let's just skip this bit. Stop. <laughs> yes. Let's not do any of the format. Oh, here we go. This is where we get some juice on you. Enough juice on the show. Let's see what the internet's saying about Jamie Lang. All right, you can ask me anything. Can't wait. Okay, let's start by seeing what happens when we put in Jamie Lang and the word who. Yeah. Who is Jamie Lang? I mean, who is this guy? <laughs> oh, Try and describe yourself. They're just going to get a question mark. They'll be like, who, who the F is he? <laughs> 
That's what, he, what he's like gluten. He's in everything, honestly. <laughs> and no one likes him. <laughs> Just makes you a bit bloated. <laughs> Was that the answer? That's it. Yeah. Jamie that's it. like gluten. Top point so far. There we go. <laughs> the next question is: Who is Jamie Lang dating? Oh, um, I'm dating Sophie Habu, who's my girlfriend. Um, and I love her. <laughs> yeah, I do. I really love her. She's epic. And also when you date someone, you, you, I think in life, this is what I've worked out. You mm. always want to date someone that you think is better than you. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, so I've definitely done that. So she's better than me in every single way, I think. Aww. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. How did you find lockdown together? Uh, I found it okay. She found it tougher. <laughs> She was like, it was really hard. I was, was like, like oh, when are we going to get out? Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is a breeze. <laughs> she was like, you don't understand how hard it is to live with you. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, honestly, if I had a knife, I would have murdered you and put you under the floorboards. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite tricky because I'm like a bouncy ball. You throw me in a room and I just bounce around, right? And for her, she's like, shut up. Just I want chill out for a minute. Please. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, she found it tougher than me. Um, that's the real test though and you're still here yeah 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 we're still here she, yeah I, I really clung on I think there was some some times there was some time <laughs> some when we had an turns. argument about Tupperware and bolognese Ooh. that was a real low point uh, talk me through this argument is it because it stains the Tupperware I just why do you put food in Tupperware like <laughs> eat the food like what is the point of that it's not like a bit of leftover I lunch. hate Tupperware bolognese the next day unreal delicious keep it in a bowl don't put it in Tupperware oh, oh what like okay. what like, put it in t- I hate Tupperware <laughs> Organised fun, Tupperware. You're really quite and, angry. Aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> quite Tupperware, organised fun, and siestas. Hate them. That's a big no. Oh my god, o- orienteering. Don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm so, learning so much. Oh, already. you must be tired. You've eaten a heavy lunch. Go and have a sleep. It's the middle of the day. <laughs> I'll sleep when I'm dead. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Oh my god. You ever gone on holiday when you're younger? Oh, you should probably have a nap now. Yeah. Shut like, up, mum. I don't want. <laughs> you go and have a nap. You old biatch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really learning a lot about you. This is fantastic. Uh, so obviously, you know, you and Sophie, super happy, yeah. loved up now, but shed some light on this. Who okay. would have been, you know, your teenage crush? If we were walking into Jamie Lang's yeah. teenage bedroom, what posters are on the wall? Okay, so easy. When I was about seven or six, I had Jerry Halliwell on the wall. Oh, iconic. Yeah. She wasn't even on the wall. I had a bunk bed and she was... She was on the bunk bed. Yeah, she was. I would lay on the bottom bunk. Yeah, so I removed the mirror and. (laughs) (laughs) And now the mirror's back. (laughs) Now the mirror's back. Now he's having a picture of me. (laughs) Naked. Uh, It's fantastic. I still had Sophie as a top bunk. (laughs) Jerry Halliwell. Okay, have you you met her? I think I've met her, yeah. Yeah. We've met each other. That was pretty cool. Uh, And then it was like the. Carmen Electra. Okay, yeah. Megan Fox, mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. And then my first, who was my first, like, I was like, I love you. Um, who was it? Who was my first, like, I love you person? I think it was Britney. Mm. I think I love Britney. Oh, I still love Britney. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, God, I think I was really obsessed with her. <laughs> yeah. I really loved her. <laughs> uh, people are also searching... Who are Jamie Lang's family? And I uh, thought, you know, as part of this, yeah. can you please... Clear up the connection to McVitie's. Yeah. Are you the heir to the Mighty Biscuit Fortune? Oh, I, I need to know. So I wish I was. So my great grandfather started McVitie's. Uh, my family so that is true. 
Yeah. So, so I, I listen. I, I'm not. An, I'm not going to see any billions or millions. I mean, I wish. That's so the I, only reason I got you on. I get all the stigma for being a, like a rich kid without having any of the money. Oh. It's it's like a lose lose. Like it's what. So yeah, family created McVitie's. Uh, did I just all that kind of stuff? So incredible story. Uh, Alexander Grant, grandfather, amazing guy. Um, you know, but it's one of these things, right? It's, it's in UK we have something called the third generation curse, mm-hmm. which is grandfather makes it, father loses it, son has to rebuild it. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so, so hello, silly. rebuilding town. Yeah. yeah, so you have to... So people think that um, we have all this money and things like that. Yeah, my, my dad was very well off. He sent me to private schools and things like that. Do I send him the money? Not at all. So <laughs> cheers, family. <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> okay, let's shuffle those letters and we're going to move from the who's to the how's. Straight in with the one that makes everyone squirm. How much is Jamie Lang worth? Do you know what's funny? I got a Google alert today. Apparently I'm worth $10 million. Well, let's hope that's true. Yeah, sweet. It's pretty um, good, isn't it? So uh, that's what it said on the internet. I got this Google alert today. I, I, I have no clue. I can go and buy a pint of milk and I can buy a magazine and I can pay my my TV licence. So I'm okay. I'm happy. I think well, that's, that's all you need, right? That's the essentials, If you it? can pay your TV licence... You're, you're winning. To watch your new show. There you go. <laughs> you are winning. Uh, a lot of people are being very nosy about your worth. There's a lot of searches yeah. on that. And I guess because of Made in Chelsea. Yes. And the McVitie saga, everyone yeah, yeah. just kind of assumes you're mm. minted. But you've worked really hard. You've also made your own business as well. You own yeah. a sweet business in Candy Kittens. I'm, I'm probably like giving you lots of money for that, by the way. Well, I'm obsessed. I can't stop eating them. They're oh, so bloody good. It's because they're full of crack. That's why. <laughs> That's the secret. Yeah, yeah. We just put crack in them. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> Removed. Oh, then they're no animal gelatin, oh, but they've got vegan, crack in them. Oh, but they've got crack in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, they're healthy. Because <laughs> they got crack in them. Um, um, how did that idea come about, though? Do you remember the day where you were like, hang on a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make some sweets. Yeah, so I, I so as a kid, this is no, this is not, not a lie at all, right? So as a kid, I was afraid of the dark. I was terrified of it. Um, and my brother, who is just an incredible storyteller, I used to share a room with him when because I, I couldn't sleep in my own room. Mm. And he used to tell a story of Jamie and Sweet World. And my parents didn't allow me to have sweets because I was way too hyper. Oh, so right. yeah, so I was never given this. So my wish when I was a kid was to have a world made of sweets, but sweets didn't damage your teeth. And oh. I loved it. Yeah, I promise you. Uh, grew up, uh, whatever. Um, well, yeah, suddenly yeah, became an adult and realized that was not going to happen. Um, <laughs> got a bit upset. Yeah, got a bit upset, on. but moved on. Went to New York, uh, came across a place called Dylan's Candy Bar. Ralph Ren's daughter, Dylan Ren. She set up an amazing sweet shop, the Hamleys of Sweet Shops, all mm. over America called Dylan's Candy Bar. I was 17 at the time. I loved it. I went in there. I love sweets. I love the sort of romance of like going, doing pick and mix, all that kind of stuff. Said, I want to do this in the UK. So mm-hmm. I had an idea to set up a sexy sweet shop. Abercrombie was huge at the time. The sexy yeah, sweet it was. Yeah. Abercrombie was huge. I was like, I'm going to have sexy people mm-hmm. selling sweets. How I want it to be Willy Wonka meets Hugh Hefner. That's what I was like. <laughs> it's gonna, this is going to be epic. Um, and I was at University Leeds. I got a 2 2 in theatre and performance. Whoop, whoop. And um, I remember I was seeing my friend Hannah Carlison, who's actually works in TV now. She's amazing. I still know Hannah, sitting next to her. She said, Jamie, what are you going to do? So I'm going to go and set up a sweet shop. She said, what are you going to call it? I said, I'm going to call it Candy Kittens. And she said, okay, go, fine, good luck. And I left and I went to set up uh, Candy Kittens and Made in Chelsea came along and they asked me to go and do it. 
And I kind of ummed and ah and said, okay, if I go and do Made in Chelsea, I want to talk about my sweet company. Mm -hmm. They said, okay, fine, sure. Okay, you 21-year-old idiot. This is never going to work. And I went, I'll show you. Um, and that's how and it started. Did. Well, yeah, it's, it's tough, right? Like, and I could bore everyone. So it's, but, you know, FMCG, fast-moving consumer goods is like a really hard industry to make. It's mm -hmm. tough work. And we're incredibly lucky. And our naivety made us where we are, all the mistakes we made. Um, but yeah, we just, uh, we're the fastest growing, uh, one of the top 50 fastest e-commerce businesses in Europe now. Oh, wow. That's quite a flex, Yeah, which is it? quite cool. Yeah. So proudly, we can say we're the fastest growing confectionery company in in the UK. Oh, amazing. Which is really cool. Congrats. That's so cool. That's a really cool thing. So it's not me. It's the team. I just reap the rewards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm loaded. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Back to the searches. Yeah. This one. How did Jamie Lang injure himself? I'm guessing this is in oh, relation to Strictly, not yeah. like your history of injuries ever, but we could do that if you want. Oh my God, so I'll tell you straight. So I injured my, my foot. So I, there's something called the plantar fascia ligament, which is in your foot. I didn't know you had this ligament. Anyway, <clears throat> it runs like into your foot. And what happened was, as I started getting, I wanted to be taller. So I went on Amazon and I bought these things called lifts. Oh, I put them on my shoe and I was like, I am a couple inch taller. I look am. At the, look at me now. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> tall people i'm now tall and anyway what happened was it's like wearing high heels all the time oh I was so like, your feet were like ow i was like my calves just like really hurt it's like this is not what's wrong with me obviously i got these lifts in my shoes anyway my heels started hurting um and i was like what is this i could barely walk it i'm walking on glass oh, i was like what's wrong and i went to the physiotherapist and they said yeah you got plantar fasciitis which is the what's happened i said well i've been wearing these well that's it you've been wearing these high heels mm. you all this kind of stuff he said we can give you insoles to fix. It's going to take about a year. Um, or you can get a, a cortisone injection, and that's not very good, but it will just cure the pain straight away. I said, give me that. So they gave it to me because I was about to start strictly. didn't tell him. And it was dancing on my foot all this time. And the day of the very first live show, I was like, oh, my foot is like hurting again. Like, what is wrong with this? And I did this wicked thing where I popped up uh, on the very first move of the very first dance of the very first show. And my plantar fascia just went twang and snapped. Oh. And, yeah, it ripped it. And I was like, oh, my God. And I remember I caught, catched Oti and I went, Oti, my foot. And she went, dance. And I went, okay. <laughs> so I danced the thing and I tore my plantar fascia ligament. Oh. Luckily, though, what happens if you totally tear it, you get something called floppy foot, which you do not want. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah was, that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Um, so that happened. Anyway, it, had to, it took me out a year. It still hurts today, but it, it took me out a year and a bit. It's, it's a oh, you so you still get pain with it even you now? You can't operate on it. You can't do it. You just have to wait till it heals. It's an oh. awful injury to have. That happened. Then, funnily enough, two weeks before the next show, or strictly next year, I was like, okay, two weeks to go. I eat this last night of drinking before I go into this thing. Let's all have some fun. And I ended up being um, in my boxes on the street. Early, As you do. Yeah, early in the morning with my friend sprinting against him in the street. Because I said I was faster than him. So I took all my clothes off to be fast because I didn't want any weight streamlined. on. Streamlined. Yeah, yeah, I want to be streamlined. And I, got a, and I sprinted two weeks before the show and I got a grade two tear in my hamstring. <laughs> Didn't tell Strictly, by the way, so no one knows this. Anyway, I went to... You and Strictly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I snapped the hamstring. And I was like, oh my God. I that must have been so painful It was as well. awful. And then had to have two weeks hardcore therapy on it to get it ready. And even on the first show, I was like, it's not quite ready, but managed to get through it. Just dance through yeah, it. Yeah, dance through it. Again. So yeah, that was my injury. So story. are you quite accident prone? There have been a string of injuries in your life. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I think I'm quite little... And I, th I throw myself into things which hurt. So it's like, I, because you think as a kid, you just like fall out a tree and you land and you go, oh, I'm, I'm alive. Okay, let's yeah, keep going. Fine. As you get older, you're like, no, things hurt. Yeah, everything hurts actually. Everything. Yeah. 
Next, Jamie, we move on to the autofill suggestions. So what else comes up when people put your name into Google? Are Jamie Lang and Sam Thompson friends? Oh, we had a fallout. Is everything okay now? Everything's okay now. He dated my girlfriend and then they broke up and I started dating her. And um, he didn't like that. Right. Why? <laughs> Why wouldn't you like that? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're like, I, uh, I get it. You yeah. big loser. Why would you care about that? Turns out he cared. Um, so we had a fallout about it. But Sophie, uh, in my defense, I just, I, 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 I loved her. So I was like, what can you do? If you fall mm-hmm. in love with someone, you can help her. And you know, two and a half, three years later, we're still together. Yeah. So screw you. Sam Thompson. <laughs> no, we're buddies now, so it's okay. There's no beef now. It's all fine. There's no beef. Now. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. Uh, the next search is Jamie Lang tinnitus. Oh, yeah. So when did you first realise you had this? Oh, it was awful. I, I got tinnitus about five years ago. Um, and to anyone who have tinnitus, God, hey, ruining for you buddies out there. Um, I woke up one day after a party and I was like, what the hell is that noise? I was like, that's weird. So I went looking around the house to find this noise. And I was like, surely it's not. What does it sound like, like a TV or like so, white noise kind of thing? Yeah, so I, I can hear it now. So it's, it's, it's incurable. Tinnitus basically, uh, hair follicles in your ear, if they sound waves come in, they knock them back and it sends a signal to your brain you're hearing a noise, right? That's how the hair follicles oh, work. Right. With my ear or people who have tinnitus, hair follicles are broken. So it's constantly sending a signal to your brain you're hearing a noise. Oh, so it's, it's constant. So you can hear it's, it now? Yeah, I can hear it now. Yeah. Wow. It's all day, every day. And it's so if I listen, what does it sound like? So it's. That all the time. So yeah, you yeah. just learn to kind Imagine of fade it out. That. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, what happens is, uh, so when you get tinnitus, it's constant ringing. And for anyone who gets it, um, feel very sorry for you because first six months to a year is tough because mm. you just go, what is this like this forever? But then what happens is, is your body is incredible and amazing and you become accustomed to it. So um, if you sit in a room and you have aircon in the room, if you think about the aircon, you can hear it, right? Yeah. Um, but if you don't, or on a plane, if you think about the plane noise, you can hear the plane noise. So you just sort of learn to live with it. And what's amazing about that is you just go, you you choose to ignore it. And that kind of helps in a lot of things, whether you feel anxious or you feel uh, you get, you know, you can't sleep sometimes. Mm-hmm. You learn to accept things. Mm-hmm. And so once you learn to accept all things, it become much easier. So it learned me to, it learned, I learned to accept a lot of things mm. that was happening, whether it was feeling anxious or whatever it was. Um, so it helped me that. But tinnitus for anyone is, and one in 10 people in the world get it. Yeah, it's a lot more common than you think. Uh, yeah, and, and there's no cure for it. It's incurable mm. at the moment. So I, I work with the British Tennis Foundation to try and help find cures for it because um, it's really tough for people. So yeah, tinnitus lovers out there. <laughs> tinnitus yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah. So yeah. you treat it like your best mate. So tinnitus, it's now my best mate because it's always there. And if it's, it's not there. It's always there. If it's not there, I'm like, where the, where the hell are you gone? <laughs> Come back. And then you also <laughs> treat it like a siren. So if it's high... It means you're tired or stressed. So you go, okay, okay. I need to relax. Oh, was in the actual noise is hard. Yeah, so oh, it gets so louder and quieter. So yeah. it's really loud sometimes. You go, okay, I'm obviously tired. I'm obviously stressed. Mm-hmm. All right, I need to chill for a day. And so then it, you treat it like a siren. So in a way, it's looking out for you. Yeah, it's your best mate. It yeah. looks out for you. Ish. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible best mate. <laughs> uh, this search really made me laugh because the thought has, has definitely crossed yeah. my mind. Are Jamie Lang and Judge Rinder related? I know. <laughs> I you think, must get this all the time. I think something happened there. I think that's a glitch Brother in the from Matrix. I think something. It's there's gotta a, be right. There's some sort of glitch. Surely. We look so similar. It's frightening. Honestly, <laughs> I saw him in his Strictly outfit and I thought it was me. I was like, what? Yeah. I didn't wear that. Huh? And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> the good news is, is that, you know, and I, Rob won't mind me saying this. I think he feels the same way. 
when you grow up, when you when people you want to look like, so you want something to go, do you know you remind me of? Jude Law. You know you remind me of? Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, me and Rob don't again. want each other or Woody Harrelson. We <laughs> don't. That's not a good combo. You look a little bit like Gordon Ramsay and Woody Harrelson had a kit. It's like, is that sweet? I don't know. Uh, not quite what I was after, but yeah. thank you anyway. More like Johnny Depp, Young and Brad Pitt. Like, surely that's what you want. Nope. Uh, Woody Harrelson and... Uh. Rob Rinder and Gordon Ramsay, we're all the same. We all got thrown into a bucket. And they yeah. Went, yeah, they'll do. <laughs> Rob Rinder, have you have you met him then? Have you got like yeah, a photo yeah. together? It's got we to got done. photos together. Yeah. We, we're friends. He's much more intelligent and better human than me in every way. He's great. <laughs> Love that. Uh, who else have you been compared to? Woody Harrison, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Um, who else is there? I think that's about it. Yeah, Woody Harrison's a big one. Yeah. You, that guy from White Man Can't Jump, Woody Harrelson. Like, that's what, what, what the, the 90s movie? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm 32. <laughs> it's like in the 60s. <laughs> um, lots of people also searching Jamie Lang private parts. I think yeah. they're searching for your podcast, but maybe they're There's searching a naked for photo. There is a naked photo out there. Is there really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasbbe> How did that happen? My girlfriend leaked. took it and then someone leaked it for a joke <gasps> and it wasn't a joke. It was. And you were like, I don't find this funny. My friend was like, ha ha ha, that's really funny. And I was like, no, it's not. That's a really bad thing you've just done. And then he said to me, he was so upset about it. He said, because my Candy Kins tattoo is in the picture of me holding my, my erect penis. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. Sorry about that. Um, it's really bad. Um, For anyone that hasn't seen it, they've now got a vivid oh, image. Oh, yeah, you, so don't, that's, you that's don't, it. don't Google it. No need. Um, <laughs> and then he said, oh, don't worry, I'll go and get a candy can tattoo and I'll pretend it's me. I said, but it's not you. So, like, what, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. what do you oh. mean? Um, so, uh, but then I have my podcast, which is called Private Parts, which I've done for four and a half years, over 400 episodes different into different guests each week and we chat about everything that you don't talk about hence why i'm very open with things because mm. i think it's important like we live with filters right instagram yeah. all the different things yeah, yeah. we've all got skeletons we've got things we're proud of and we're not proud mm. of but you know we're not not unless you are a nasty person but you know i haven't really done anything really nasty so why not tell the stories that you have yeah because they're funny and exactly. you should be why proud not share of them, them? Yeah. yeah share them so private parts we share all our stories with our guests each week. Who has been your favourite guest? You're saying over oh. 400 guests, right? Uh, we had, whose favourite one, we had a, a guy called Jamie Dimitrio, uh, Dimitrio on, who's a comedian. He's in Slathlet's Flats. They just won BAFTAs for oh, it. Yeah. His sister's Tash Dimitrio. He's an amazing guy. And he was, so he spoke about his experience of trying to get into RADA. Um, and it's one of the funniest stories I have ever heard. It is. is it really difficult? Oh my, it's just about, the, up to the top of the story is, is that he would have his nemesis who would also come back. He went for three years and he had his nemesis who'd been five years in a row. Mm -hmm. And his nemesis would come come into RADA and he'd bang on the desk and walk and go, ah, back again? <laughs> like he was proud. <laughs> like he was proud to be re-auditioning for RADA. And it's just, and it's the things they do to each other. He, he's a very, very funny guest. Okay. Jamie Dimitrio. We'll go and check that one out. Mm -hmm. Alas, it's that time of the show where, by contract, I am rudely interrupted by adverts. So whilst I have etiquette lessons preparing to audition to be the next big star on the streets of Chelsea, why don't you go and get a cup of tea and practice pinkies out? I'll see you in a minute. I'm 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to A to Z of Men, a brand new podcast that helps explain, well, men. Each week, myself, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. We take on a different letter of the alphabet. What? In order? Yeah, in order. We will find a word that best describes men that starts with that letter. So it's basically like a guide. Like a guide, yeah, that's correct. Well, this will really help me explain myself to the wife. We tackle topics such as mental health, stereotypes, and stupid things us men do. Don't forget sex. Oh, and sex. Plus, you can send in your words, stories, and, well, anything to A2Z, it's the number two, A2Z of men at gmail.com, or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A2Z of men. So join us each Wednesday as we create the A to Z of men. The autofill search is done, and the final part of today is all about internet tombola. So I've searched okay. all the corners of the World Wide Web to find the stuff that people have been posting about you. So okay. it could be, you know, funny comments on Instagram, tabloid headlines, juicy tweets, mm-hmm. all sorts. So let's spin the wheel and see what it lands on. It stopped on headlines. Uh, This is from The Mirror. Made in Chelsea's Jamie Lang reveals how he got naked in bed with childhood crush Pamela Anderson. Oh, yeah. What? I I need some context. I didn't get naked. Was I naked? Oh, no, I did get naked. (laughs) You did? I think I did get naked. Pamela Anderson. I had a a TV show called In Bed with Jamie. Um, Sounds like a really creepy way to get people in bed, but it wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I would interview different people in bed. Basically, I've always wanted to be a, a chat show host. I, that's, as a kid, I used to line teddies up in in, in a row and do a chat show with Stop them. It. Yeah, and um, we did a TV show. We did many episodes of them. And uh, Pam Ranson wanted to come on as a guest. Amazing. Which is amazing. She came on as a guest and I got in bed with her. She was wicked. She, well, she's such an icon. You, you, you know, she her hobby is glass blowing. Really? Yeah. You'd never guess that. Yeah, yeah. You? She's a glass blower. Honestly, there you go. There you Learn go. something new every day. She's Thanks a, for that. She's a glass blower. And do you know how Pamela Anderson was found? 
No. So it, there was a <clears throat> there was an NFL an American football game in Canada, I think it was, and the camera went over the crowd to, to everyone doing like Mexican ways and it landed on her because she was so beautiful. It zoomed in on her and there was this amazing girl in the crowd. It was Pamela Anderson, and from that she got a Coca Cola advert, I think, and and that's how she was found. Wow. But she doesn't. She's honestly a, she's had a tough life, but an interesting life, and she was wicked. Yeah, and I got naked in bed with her. Absolutely love that. Yeah, she wasn't naked, but I was. <laughs> Yeah, that does happen though in the world of presenting, doesn't it? We just get to do mad stuff sometimes. Yeah. Like, what other stuff has happened to you where you're like, I can't believe this is actually my job, and oh my god, what we're doing so much. I I, I once had to do this thing in the I had to jump uh, for eight times on a bungee jump in the O2 car park. That was awful. Yeah, it sounds I, scary. Yeah, I then had to do. I was a uh, police officer in Peterborough for two weeks. Where I had to be a special. I had to arrest people, and they called me Roadrunner because I was really fast. <laughs> That's not I'm joking. And I arrested people. And I was running with this guy who's called Smudge, who's my partner in the police force. And there was a, a bad guy. Bad guy. It's a guy who was trying to arrest. like a movie. It wasn't a movie. It was real life. And I said, Smudge, I can get him. And he went, go, Roadrunner. And I ran and, yeah. ru- and I rugby tackled this guy through a fence. Oh, And it turned out it was the wrong God. guy. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, it was the wrong guy. It's like, amazing. Oh. And then you have to just pick him up and be like, yeah, sorry yeah. about that, pal. Sorry, it's just a game, isn't <laughs> you know, it? What no, can you do? This is real life. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Oh, well, love that. It stopped on headlines again, and this one is from the Daily Mail. Okay. It's Jamie Lang confirms he's quit Made in Chelsea after yeah. feeling too old at 32. <laughs> I mean, it's not old. Was it just the right time? Yeah, I think it was the right time. Yeah. I think also, you know, reality shows are amazing, but they're tough on the soul. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about arguing and fighting and hooking up and breakups and all those different things. And and I actually just, I, 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 I would pride myself on being quite a kind person. Mm-hmm. And it's quite hard to be kind in reality shows because it's not about being kind because that's a bit boring. Um, <laughs> he's really nice. Yeah, he's really nice. <laughs> How dull. Let's not have him on. Um, so I did it for 10 years. Um, it's it's my baby. I love it more than I had the most fun times ever doing it. Mm-hmm. But it was time to, hang up the cl- clogs <laughs> yeah, clogs yeah. yeah it's time to hang up the tap shoes on that one because <laughs> you're one of Made in Chelsea's like OGs aren't yeah, you you know yeah. longest serving cast members how was it being a part of that world like, for so, so long? sick it was, was so, it just great ah oh, it was because we were back in the day we were best mates all of us mm. we grew up together we were best friends and we were asked hey you guys are best friends do you want to be filmed and we thought what and be paid to do it we're like that's uh, sweet and yes. travel the world we're like this is insane and it was it, back then it was just for fun it was a hobby mm. we thought this isn't going to last forever and now it's a job mm-hmm. and so people see these careers as now jobs which is fair enough um but it changes everything right so mm. um it was yeah we had the the, the most amazing the the most incredible times there's some sad times and hard times mm-hmm. and difficult times but it was it was a roller coaster that i would never ever change in my life it was amazing yeah i bet what an experience it was incredible I read your book recently. Oh, do you well, like well, it? Some of it. I won't lie oh, and say that right. I've completed it, but I've read some of it. And I found that really interesting because you were talking about burning out from yeah. well, kind of working too much, but also like your struggles away from the camera as well. And it was, yeah, it was such an open, amazing read. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's so kind. Of, yeah, I think it's really important, right? Um, so, you know, I just, I'm a big ad, I'm a, a big advocate for, for especially men to speak mm-hmm. out, right? You, we could, I could, you know, we all know the statistics, but, you know, more men have now died due to suicide than war, right? It's mm-hmm. crazy. And it's because guys don't talk about stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was speaking to someone before I wrote the book. I said to them, oh my God, we've got to get over the stigma of mental health. Yeah. And they said to me, Jamie, it's very easy for someone to say that, 
right? You, let's, we can all say that. What's very different different is saying, I have anxiety, I have depression. Yeah, and I sharing have this, your and story. sharing your story. And I went, do you know what, that's so true. And so then I thought, well, maybe it's time for me to actually really be quite honest about how I felt. And I had such bad anxiety and mine was probably self-inflicted. I partied quite a lot, but I was insecure like all of us are. Mm -hmm. And I really struggled with, yeah, I had burnout, something called depersonalization. I had panic attacks, all these different things. And going from such an outgoing, confident kind of guy to being the shell of myself, and I didn't tell anyone, no one. Mm. I kept it completely quiet for six months a year. And then finally, I remember I was standing in a shower and I went, what's wrong with me? And I said it out loud. And that was the first moment that I went, okay, I gotta go. And I told my mum, and she mm. was like, what the hell? And I went to doctors and stuff like that. Mm. But it, with, I just think I'm just such, you, people need to talk about it because it yeah. is so tough. And so in the book, I explain all that. It's not all morbid. It's not. No, it's not. It's, uh, there's lots of funny stories in it. It's really there's funny. There's so many funny stories. It's really funny, it, guys. So. Um, <laughs> but it is, yeah, it's truthful, which I think yeah. is important. Yeah, absolutely. You don't always get that, do you? Let's be honest. In, no. In, in no, so, yeah. you don't. And, and it was just a place for me to just, yeah, say, look, guys, we're all in this together. Let's talk about stuff. Next, it's landed on Instagram, and it's a post of yours from March last year. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a massager. It turns <gasps> out it's not. Oh my god, the magic wand! So this is wand. a picture of you holding a vibrator. I'm yeah. not. I'm not really sure why, but this really made me laugh. One of your eager-eyed followers has said, "Hang on a minute, there's hairs on the end." Yeah, they thought it was a pube on it. No, what happened was, I was I went to my mum lockdown, and I went to my mum. I went, my foot is really hurting. Do you have a massager? She said, "Yeah, I've got this." It's a, Brilliant. I didn't realise it was a dildo. You were actually like, oh, yeah, it's working it really well. Work. No, cool. it didn't. It did. It did work. It's, a, it's a, like a magic wand thing, it's called. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a... I mean, it's magic. ...like yeah. thing. And turns out I had no clue it was a vibrator. Vile. I said to, <laughs> I said to my mum, do you know it's a vibrator? She went, oh, I had no clue. I was like, you, yeah, right. Yeah, come on. Yeah, she set you up there yeah, big time. Vile. Horrible. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Your Instagram is that though. It's just full of like funny videos yeah. and pranks and magic tricks. Yeah, well, I it's think it's really fun. Well, I just got so bored of me going, oh my God, this is a picture of me on a beach. Look yeah, how yeah. lucky I am. I was Edgy like, caption. Yeah, yeah, oh my God, hashtag cool influencer. <laughs> I was like, shut up. God, if I looked at my Instagram, I'd hate you. So yeah. I just thought, I just want, I just post things now that I find funny. Um, the, the best thing that I posted like yesterday was um, do you remember we used to go to Clark's as kids? Oh like, my like, god! And you got your the foot thing. Yeah, I, the I, foot I, measured. The foot measured. And then once they told me I had wide feet, and I'm so upset. Oh, but that feeling, that feeling of putting it in, then they put that, and when the tape went over your foot. Yeah. Oh my god! It's when the heavens opened. <laughs> oh, that was my first orgasm at four. Honestly, when that feeling, that when, beautiful sensation yeah, from Rob who put it on my foot. <laughs> The last one right here, and it's a headline from back in 2018. Can't wait. Made in Tipsy. Not really sure that works, but let's go with it. Made in Tipsy. Made in Chelsea's Jamie Lang carried out of Essex nightclub after oh, yeah. a boozy night out with Jack Whitehall. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. We went to <laughs> um, Faces in Essex because we'd never gone to Essex. And right. Jack and I and a couple of our friends were like, wouldn't it be fun to go to Sheesh? Got to do it. And yeah, go and do... Uh, honestly, if there was a tour bus, we would have done it. Like, honestly, <laughs> we were so excited. So we went down there and we had a really fun time. We got very drunk. I wasn't carried out, though. The funny thing was I knew the bouncer. And, oh. and so I was giving him a big hug and it looks like I'm being carried out oh. of the nightclub. But in fact, I was just I was just drinking green tea all night. 
I wasn't. That's no, nah, no. I was, I was a bit drunk, no. but only fun drunk, not like carried yeah. out drunk. But um, they thought I was being carried out, which I was not. What being... is your favourite night out of all time? Ever one that you can remember? Oh my or god! Or vaguely? There's been a few. There was a new. There was a Halloween once where um I was dressed as a bat. And uh, actually the next day, my friend Georgie and I, who's in the book, Georgie, we're my best friends. Um, we went, she was dressed as a cat, I was dressed as a bat. And we went and we had to go and sign for our house that we were renting. We had to go and sign for the next day. And we went dressed as the bat and the cat because we hadn't changed to good, sign good, for good. our house. And as, as we walked in there, I was like, these guys must think we're the biggest morons and they're letting us rent their place. I mean, it got their um, attention. Yeah, but that night was fab. That was a great, that was a real party. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like a good fancy dress party. Oh, it was amazing. It, it was tier. just so, and it lasted for for a few days. It was just so, and it was just really, really fun and heartwarming and nice and just yeah. friends and people all sleeping in houses and things. It was just great. That is it. Is that the you end? You completed Celebrity Search Engine. How did you find it? Yeah, was I your best guest ever? Uh, I'm going to have to say yes, aren't I? Sean Paul, not bad. He was good. Was it Sean Paul? Sean Paul's one of my favourites. Okay, well. We'll see. But straight in at three is Jamie Lamb. Straight in at three. Straight in at three. Um, Furious. Before you go, though, one final question. Who would you like to nominate to come on the podcast next? Someone that you would like to get some juice on? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, straight out. Yeah. Paul Rudd. If you can get Paul Rudd, you'll win. And luckily, I've got him on WhatsApp, so. Oh, my God. You. Hey, Paul. No, I'll try and make it happen. He would be great. He's my he'd be he's my ultimate guest. Have you had him on your podcast? Never. I've tried a million times. Okay. I wanted I said I started a podcast with my friend Spencer called Six Degrees and Jamie Spencer because I wanted to track down Paul Rudd. <gasps> you haven't got there. No. Chat to lots of fun people on the way. Yeah, but no one's I don't care about them. <laughs> Just want Paul Get Rudd. me Paul Rudd! Don't give a shit about those other guests. <laughs> Just want Paul Rudd. <laughs> go and watch I Like the Way You Move, you'll love it. Trust me, it's insane. There you go. BBC iPlayer, go get it. It's now. dropped. Eight episodes. Woohoo! Thanks for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Please hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't miss a future episode. We have got some really great guests coming up and you absolutely won't want to miss their gossip. If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and rating. Five stars or thereabouts would be greatly appreciated. And let us know in that review or over on social media who you'd like to see me chat to next. Jamie Lang has nominated Paul Rudd, but who would you like to see on the podcast? Let us know. We are at Celeb Search Engine on Instagram. Until next time, I'm your host, Abby McCarthy, and thanks for using the Celebrity Search Engine. Quince. 
and 365-day returns.